0: Hey podcast listeners, hope you're doing well and I hope you are winning contracts. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to share something with you that's working for our clients. Our Federal Access Knowledge Base is helping companies win contracts every single day. I regularly get emails from members thanking us and saying things like, hey, I just won a $2 million contract. Many of you have seen a video that Chris Dambach Shot for us at GovCon. Chris won two contracts totaling $30 million. One of our members, El, emailed me this morning and said, The turning point that opened my eyes was using Federal Access to establish a professional and systematic business development and RFP process. I've now won two contracts worth $480,000. Federal Access is helping a lot of companies win. It can help you too. So here's the deal. I have a special offer for you. Visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers today and get started for just $29. You're going to get access to a digital copy of the government sales manual, over 70 strategy videos, more than 30 webinars, 300 documents and templates, and one of my favorite pieces is SME support. So when you run into any issue, any challenge at all, you can email me directly for help. So go check out the special offer today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. The link is in the description below the podcast. So go check that out today, federal-access.com forward slash game changers. So you can get started for just $29 today. Now let's hop into this episode. The big question is this, if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one-on-one with best-selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. We are going to be talking about a subject today that is very near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about leadership. We're going to be talking about vision. We're going to be talking about leading your troops, if you will. And when I think about leadership, one of the biggest points that I like to think about is your vision. So what is your vision? And so as the leader of your company, you need a vision. You need something. You need a target to shoot for and your team needs this. Otherwise, you are really just on the battlefield playing the game of business and you don't necessarily have a goal. So you really need some sort of focus. So if you think about this from the sports realm, and so I'm not a huge sports guy, but I do think the analogies are are very simple to follow. And so follow along with me, whether you're you're football, baseball, whatever it is, I'm going to use football here today, but football is is a really, really simple one. So if I'm a football coach, I have a vision of winning the Super Bowl. That's just the bottom line. Like, there, there's no other goal. Like, you don't get in there to go like, hey, you know, I just want to, you know, get in for the camaraderie or, wh- or whatever. Or I really like, yeah, those are all byproducts. But when you are a football coach, your goal, your job is to win the Super Bowl. And so to win the Super Bowl, we need to get to the playoffs. To get into the playoffs, we need to be in the top of our conference. How do we get in the top of our conference? Well, you get in there by winning 10 to 12 games a year, if possible. Maybe more, just depends on your conference. In order to win those games, you have to break down the teams you're going to be playing. You look at their offense, you look at their defense... You look at your own offense, your defense, your special teams, all those kind of things. You break down every play of every game with a plan of attack. That plan is broken down into quarters, series, plays, all those sort of things. It's a This is the granular detail of executing the vision of winning the Super Bowl. So somewhat similar concept when it comes to your business. What is your Super Bowl? What is the thing you're trying to win every single year, year over year? You know, your five-year vision, your 10-year vision, where this company is going. What are you trying to win with your team? Then you start getting into the quarters, the weeks, the days, all those kind of things. And you start breaking it down on a granular level for your team. You see, here's the other thing. Most people, whether you're CEO, owner, president, whatever you want to call yourself, if you're the leader in the organization, even if you're not at the executive level and you are, let's say, the vice president of sales or whatever it may be, you need a vision for your team that coincides with the upper leadership. You know, like this is your portion of the plays that are going to help your team accomplish that big win. You know, again, what is that Super Bowl for your company? You have a special function in that. So, again, I, I look at this from offense, defense, special teams. You could be one of those leaders that you have a very specific role in order to win that game today, this week, this month, this quarter, in order to move the team down the field towards winning whatever goal that is that you have. And so what is your vision? What does it look like? It's not just one big contract. You know, you're going somewhere, you're building something. What is it? You know, what is it that you're trying to build? How do you and your employees identify it? Okay. How do you identify it? So part of the vision is always going to be public. You know, there's always a big vision. You know, a lot of companies have this vision or mission statement and companies tend to use those somewhat interchangeably, but there's always a a public vision typically of how you want to be the best in the industry and those kind of things. How can you actually quantify being the best in your industry? Is it certain awards or certain things like how do you quantify that? And So I think a lot of people don't hit their vision because it's so vague. And so the clearer you can be on your vision, the easier it is to target that, okay? It's so much easier to say, look, we are trying to win these five contracts so that we hit $10 million this year, $20 million this year, $100 million this year, whatever that number is, we're trying to do that versus we want to be the best in our industry. How do you quantify the best? So I, I know I've already asked, it, I'm just going to ask that a couple of times. How do you quantify that? How do you quantify these vague things that we throw out? And so if you think that's hard, think on the flip side is your employees. Your employees are like, well, I think we've already accomplished the vision. Think about that for a second. If you have a really vague vision and your vision is somewhat along the lines of we want to be the best in cybersecurity in the nation and your team already feels they're the best in cybersecurity in the nation. They're not going to strive for anything else. They're like, well, we're the best. There's nothing else to strive for. So we're just going to go back to our office and just, you know, punch a ray on the keyboard. And, you know, there's nothing else to work towards. There's nothing else. So if they don't have a clear vision, then they just kind of flounder around doing whatever. And so I, I often meet with companies and they're like, well, I don't understand why we're not moving forward, why we're not doing this. And it's like, well, what's your vision? What have you communicated? Here's the important point. What have you communicated to your team about that vision? How have you communicated it to your team? And oftentimes I'll hear things like, well, you know, we have this annual meeting and in the annual meeting, we pump up the crowd and we talk about, every, you know, this stuff and, you know, we get really focused on what our goals are and then we send the troops back out and, you know, and next year at the annual meeting, we're going to do it again. Like, well, that's not enough. How often do you think a coach talks about winning the Super Bowl all the time? Uh, you know, or, or, you know, the World Series, how often do those coaches talk about that? So they're talking about all, we're doing this to win. Now, I, I will say the, the teams that are not doing so good, maybe their coaches aren't communicating that. But there's a pattern in sports, and it's not just about how much money they throw at it. There's a pattern to how they communicate about winning about why they're playing every single game about the focus they have about what they are trying to accomplish for their teammates there's a pattern to that to where you see a lot of sports teams they they bubble up and they start winning and then they have Consecutive years of winning at a high level and consecutive years of getting to the playoffs, consecutive years of winning championships and things like that. There's a reason that happens. There's a winner's mentality that develops and a large part of that is about the communication. It's not just the external communication to the world. It's the internal communication to your team. This is why I I always talk about leadership from this perspective is you are a leader, whether you like it or not in your small business. You're leading yourself first and then your team. Even if your team is just two people, you're still the leader in that organization. And it's up to you to lead the way. It's up to you. There's, There's no one that signs up for the most part, that says, well, I'm going to go to this particular company and I'm going to establish my vision for the company and we're going to move forward in that." that. That doesn't happen unless you are at the leadership level in those companies. But when you are on the front lines, if you will, and you're working there, you may have a personal vision but you probably don't have a company vision, at least not initially. Even after a couple of years, you may not have a company vision. You primarily probably have a personal vision. So you just attach yourself to whatever your the vision is of your leaders. And if your leaders are not setting that vision, if they're not communicating that vision, you're just doing your job. Your focus is just doing your job. And I, I don't want to say this from a perspective of... You know, this is how every employee thinks. But a lot of people are thinking, look, I've got this amount of work to do from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then I check out and I do my own personal stuff after that. That's a large portion of employees. It just is. And that's a large portion of owners. It just is the way they run their business. And so you get what you get when that's what you put into it. That's what you get. So if you're, you're sitting there thinking, wow, we're, we have a really good team assembled. We have, you know, great stars on the team. We have folks on this team that we're paying really, really well. We're doing some really, really good work. And I just don't understand why we're not going to the next level. Well, what's the next level? Have you communicated the next level to your team? Do they understand it? Heck, do you understand what the next level in your business looks like? Because a lot of people don't understand what the next level in their own business looks like. They don't. And and I and I don't say this stuff to kind of rile you up or whatever, but it should make you a little uncomfortable if you don't know the your own vision. Like if you're sitting there saying, you know what? I really don't have a big vision for the company. I don't have any vision for the company. I'm just trying to survive. Well, survival is not something that you strive for. It's just something you're, you're, you're trying to do. It doesn't get the troops very motivated to just survive. They want to do something. They want to accomplish something. They want to hit goals. They want to get rewards. They want to receive recognition in their company, in their community, at conferences and, and things like that. They want that. And so, if your vision is weak, all of those other aspects are very weak and they don't feel that same motivation. They're not, they don't have the drive that you want them to. So, how do we fix this stuff? How do we fix this stuff? Well, number one is if you don't have a vision, you establish one for the company. And again, I don't care if you have an internal one and a public one, because there's some of the metrics and things that you probably don't want to share publicly, but you can filter it so that there is a portion of that that is public. But internally with your company, you need a strong internal vision. Where are we going in the long term? So that's number one. Where are we going in the next five, 10 years? Where are we taking this company? And then annually, what is our Super Bowl? What's the big thing we're trying to accomplish every single year in this business that is going to take us one step closer to that big grand vision that you have? What are those things? Now, the second piece of this is getting as specific as you can with it. So again, not just saying we want to be the best in the market. What does that look like? Describe to me, what does it look like To be best in the market and even then as you start to describe it how can I achieve that how will we know when we've achieved that what are some specific aspects of that that you can write out. So that when you're communicating it, you can be very clear about we're doing this. This is what we're trying to do. This is our Super Bowl. This is our World Series. This is what we're trying to accomplish. And you're all going to know when we did it because it's very clear. It has a very clear metric to it. I can communicate it. I can see it. It's tangible. What, What is that? And that's what you're trying to get to. The next piece here, which I've already alluded to a couple times, is the communication of it. How are you going to communicate it? there's a lot of ways to communicate it. One of the things is you're not going to just communicate it annually. I would have quarterly meetings with your team at a minimum, monthly meetings with your leadership, and I would want the leadership having weekly and daily meetings with their team. They don't have to have hour-long meetings every single day, but even a 15-minute meeting with their team about what's going on so that they can communicate this stuff. Because a lot of it is verbal. You need to be verbally communicating. This is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to accomplish this month. Here's where we are towards our goals this month. What we need to do to hit those goals this month. You need to be communicating all those little pieces so that they know. Because at the end of the day, if you miss your goals, it's not just your team. That is the problem. See, I see this a lot of times in companies where they keep hiring and firing and hiring, firing, and it's just a cycle. There was one company I talked to a couple of weeks ago. I was like, this is like your annual thing. Every year in February, March, you fire all your salespeople. And then by May or June, you've hired all new salespeople. (laughs) And then the clock is ticking to the great firing that happens every, you know, spring. And so, You've got to get away from that, you know, because at the end of the day, if everybody on the leadership team stays the same, but you keep swapping out all the other players, where's the problem? And it and it may not be that you're a bad leader; you just not be may you just may not be able to communicate what you need to effectively, and that's what needs to change. And so that's what we're a large portion portion of what we're talking about here today is changing the way you communicate your vision. So if you have one. You may need to refine it. So refining it and then communicating often, finding new ways to communicate it and and not just leaving the troops out on the battlefield to fight the game, fight the war, whatever you want to call it, all by themselves. So we've got to get out there and we've got to communicate this vision as often as we possibly can. We've got to show them the roadmap with the final destination and the pit stops along the way as the milestones. We've got to show them this stuff. We've got to congratulate ourselves along the way. High five ourselves along the way. Enjoy that trip to the Super Bowl, whatever that looks like. Enjoy each day, each week, each month, each quarter in that business and celebrate those things. Reward your team as they hit those milestones. Remind them of what's going on. Remind them in emails when you're putting out email notices and things to the team about stuff. Remind them about the vision and those kind of things. So there's not enough ways to communicate your vision with your team. You just keep doing it. So i I want to just encourage you right now if you have struggled in this area now is a great time now is a great time to recognize this has been a struggle in you in your company and now's a good time to just step back and say how clear is our vision is it easy to understand is it easy to achieve do we understand when we achieve it will we know it how clear is that how are we communicating it? How often are commu- are we communicating it? Is it sinking in? Can I walk into anybody in your company and say, "Hey, what's the vision of your company? And will they know it? Will they know it? I should be able to walk in and talk to anybody in your company. They should know the vision of your company. They should know what the Super Bowl is this year for your company. They should know long-term and short-term vision. They should because they're a part of it. They're a part of that vision. So include them in these discussions, go out and work on this. If you have trouble working on this, reach out to us. This is something we deal with a lot and I'm happy to walk you through and and think through this and talk through this. Also, don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to solve this in one afternoon. Vision is one of those things that often takes time to get squared away. It may take you a couple of months, but when you're working on it and you get excited about it and then that starts to spill over in the team you're going to see some massive changes in the company. and So I I can't talk about all that there is to talk about in this episode on this. I've already gone over the time I wanted to spend on this today. I am going to be covering this. We have a new book coming out called Becoming a GovCon Expert. And in that book, I'm going to dive deep into this subject. So You know, keep a lookout. That book is coming very, very soon in 2021. So if you're listening to this after that, GovCon uh, becoming a GovCon expert is probably already out on Amazon. But if you're listening to it uh, before then, just keep your eyes out. It's coming soon. So becoming a GovCon expert is going to talk a lot more about leading the way and really about building that vision and communicating that with your team. There's a lot of other great stuff in that book that's coming as well. But this is one of the topics I'm going to do a deep dive on. So keep an eye out for that, and we will see you next thanks for listening to game changers for government contractors for a full list of episodes and other resources be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash game changers